Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about the Outriders inventory problems they've been having in the demo that should be addressed by now. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, or watching on the other channel, you can always catch me live, SNTRlive.com. I do these streams Monday through Friday. We'd love to see you guys come in. SNTRlive.com. It'll bring you to the YouTube channel. And we did a poll this morning. I actually wanted to see, you know, not necessarily related to the inventory problems. Uh, Apparently, they're also looking into the accolade system we're going to walk through all that in just a moment but i wanted to see what exactly is is the player base looking right now the people that watch and hang out here are they still playing the demo why or why not 85 percent of the vote said no i'm not playing and i would say 99 percent of the people commenting on the poll were saying look I'm waiting for the main release. I liked it. I've been, I, I was playing it. And so out of the people that did say no, they are not playing at this moment in time. Most of them seem to indicate they're looking forward to the main release. They didn't want to get burned out or they did get burned out. They played too much or they got everything uh, that they needed. So Outriders demo is coming to a close and the official launch is around the corner. Now, a point of clarity here. The Outriders demo is actually not coming to a close in an official sense, okay? You're always going to be able to download the demo to try it out to see if you want to play the game. So if you can't get it on Game Pass and you're on PC or PlayStation, that demo will be available as a test run for you to try it out if your friends are kind of coaxing you or whatever. So when I say it's coming to a close, what I essentially mean is those of us that are looking into playing the main game, it's right around the corner. One of the biggest and most worrying problems during the demo has been a glitch that can wipe a player's inventory. Obviously, in a game about chasing and getting loot, this is a worst-case scenario potential problem. You don't want people's inventory and loot disappearing. It's one of the main drivers, if not the main driver, of gameplay. People can fly, the developers, people can fly believes they have narrowed down the issue and they've asked players to submit reports if it has happened since their update. They're also looking into the Outriders accolade getting wiped and this close to launch it's right to be concerned I actually do think it's right to be concerned about oh my word are they going to have this fixed before launch am I going to lose all my stuff so first and foremost what did they say about this so this is their official statement about the issue we believe we have identified and now prevented the inventory wipe items disappearing from uh, the inventory wipe or items disappearing issue from occurring in the Outriders demo. We actually published the fix for this issue on Monday, so this was last week. Uh, We have been using the days since to verify whether our resolution has been successful in order to make any false promises. uh, To not make any false promises. So they don't want to be like, oh yeah, it's fixed. They want to make sure this has in fact been resolved. Today's patch has added an extra safeguard against the issue occurring in future based on our findings. So, this is a nasty bug, obviously. This is something that was that, that emerged, I believe it was in like the first week, there were reports about people losing their entire inventory, or they'd get a really dope drop, and then they'd come back later, and it would just be gone. It seemed to be timed with like the end of a play session or something. Maybe like a server resolution that just didn't happen. Maybe people were like all F4ing out of the game, and it didn't have an opportunity to save, to like, oh hey, you got that drop. Now, this was likely a front-burner issue for People Can Fly, given the game's launches right around the corner. While it may be frustrating for those affected, the demo has done everyone a great service, if you actually think about it, okay? This has done you a great service. This is a, a massive problem to, to have happen in a demo. And the main reason people are upset, you know, honestly, is because your progress 
from the demo carries over into the main game. Like, if they weren't having progress carry over, this honestly wouldn't have been an issue at all. They would have resolved it, and most people would have just moved on and been like, okay, cool, kind of a bummer, but the demo is the demo. Since the demo is carrying over, this was a bit of an issue. And, again, I see the silver lining here in a significant way. You would not have wanted this game to be out for a couple of weeks and have people having their entire inventory wiped. That would have been very, very problematic. Like, one of the centerpieces of the game is the loot, is the gear, which is one of the reasons, if you look at the player base numbers in Steam, they've actually been very consistent. You know, a lot of people continued to play and continued to throw themselves at the legendary farm. So they also asked people to report if you were affected on these days, Tuesday, March 16th, uh, Wednesday, March 17th, Thursday, March 18th, or today they posted this on Friday, March the 19th. So if the 16th through the 19th, you had any issues, you need to report that to them. Follow them on Twitter for more details. Now, what about restoration? This was the part that actually shocked me. I did not anticipate this even being possible or prioritized from the developer. They said, while we are still working on the exact technicalities, below are our intentions for item restorations. Restoration should take place on a specific day and should be a one-time event. The exact date is to be determined, but... I don't know why they put TBC. Isn't it TBD? Anyway, they said, but we're hoping for this to occur prior to the launch of Outriders April 1st. So they're actually trying to get you restored if you lost anything before April the 1st. Now, this was something I did not anticipate. It's honestly impressive that this is even a possibility and that it's even being looked at. I would just assume in an instance like this, it would be sort of a bank error. Sorry about your luck. Sometimes I say bank error in your favor. That's like a monopoly reference. This was to me, I I just thought they were going to say, look, that's a bank error. Sorry about your luck. We, we did not intend to this, you know, for this to happen. And we're sorry. Uh, so I'm kind of blown away here I, that they even have the techni- technical ability or the capability to, fa- to to find someone who lost their inventory and to restore it. The hope would be that this level of tech and restoration is not something we need to fall back on ever again. But it is at least comforting to know that there are they're they're able and they're willing to make this a top priority during a demo, no less. Right. Oh, to be concluded. Thank you. That's what TBC stands for. I always thought it was TBD for to be determined. I've never seen anybody use that uh, abbreviation before. So they did this during a demo, no less. The idea of fixing it, but also trying to restore what was lost. So as somebody, if you poured a lot of time into the demo, I I think that should give you a lot of confidence in their care for this game. This has been a subject that we have talked about a lot. The fact that they seem to really care for this game, the interviews, they indicated that this game is very important to Square Enix as well as to them. And they made it known in their Discord that plans to expand the game are likely going to land one year out from the launch date and I've continued to praise that as a good decision given that they could potentially be dealing with you know needing to measure player behavior player commitment what people do and then that will make whatever they create significantly better and more accurate with within the realm of player sentimentality so lastly let's talk about accolades because this is one that should concern you there are people we learned this today from our poll holy moly some of you guys are crazy you're trying to get every accolade in the game before the game even launches or, or at least everyone that's available right now So this is a quote from the same patch notes here. 
This appears to be a separate issue of accolades getting wiped, uh, and we will do, uh, and we do still need to uncover the full extent of it in order to better tailor our resolution for it. Now, a part of me has a growing concern here. Okay, so I read this and I'm thinking, okay, you got an item wiping or disappearing situation. You have an inventory wiping situation going on, and now you have accolades getting wiped. Okay, a part of me has a growing concern that something's baked into the crust, and it's sort of this this oops stuff is gone bug it might start cropping up in more places we don't want to see this once people are in expeditions or working their way to the end game or really really getting big big meaningful drops hopefully this bug's not rearing its head or waiting lurking around other corners to surprise us as we min max our characters and grind for really really great loot obviously i've never been one to chase accolades titles badges or that sort of thing but many players do many many players go after this sort of thing and if this wipe problem is hitting inventories uh if it's hitting accolades you know what else could be hit by this what else could be affected by this leveling progression skill trees challenge tiers stuff that you've already beaten things that you've already achieved you know that would be a consistent thing to be concerned about we don't want people to sort of lose those things and have those things taken back with the Outriders launch right around the corner, uh, it's both good and slightly worrying that these problems are arising. It is good uh, that People Can Fly was confident enough to do a demo, uh, so stuff like this could get caught. Like, it's actually really, really good that they were able to do this. It's also a bit worrying, given these are not minor bugs, but player experience damaging things like this isn't like a minor bug where you fall through the map or uh an enemy gets stuck you know something gets gets pushed out of the map or something this isn't like that this is a player experiencing damaging thing so it's good that the demo unearthed it but it obviously is a little bit concerning given the launch is right around the corner if you're watching this in any of the other locations or you're listening in any of the locations you can always catch me live at sntrlive.com Thanks for listening to another episode of Today on SNTR Presents. And today we're talking about the Outriders demo. I'm asking the audience here, you know, are you still playing? Why or why not? We're also breaking down the inventory problems. They had some issues with inventory wipes, and now they're looking at accolades getting wiped. They believe, they they think they have solved the inventory wipe problem. This is obviously a little concerning with the game launching right around the corner. I'm going to be reading through responses to people who answered our poll. You know, are you playing... Uh, the demo, are you still playing? Why or why not? Most people are saying no. Now, I don't think these are necessarily negative responses. We're going to read through comments to get a bearing here. But I, I do think now, with the game about a week away, many people are taking that that well-earned break to say, eh, you know what? <laughs> it's it's okay. I'm going to put the sticks down. I'm going to put the mouse down. I'm going to take a little bit of a break from Outriders. So, King... Keys with the first response says, I haven't touched the demo in a while. This is all the loot I can get in the full game. Meanwhile, Bloodborne has been calling my name. Uh, I hear it. I hear it. I, I do think right now a lot of people played or maybe overplayed because we are in a bit of a drought. You know, we're... We're, we're in a bit of a drought, you know, it, it, there's not a lot coming out, there's not a lot of games, and I could see people really overplaying because of that, it, it, what, what are you going to play right now, well he's going back to Bloodborne for crying out loud, you see what I'm saying, now I know April, May, we've got some game launches around the corner that could be really, really good, and obviously I think Outriders 
is is going to be uh, a game that a lot of people throw themselves into. One of the things that can be bad for a game, and this it's a blessing and a curse, right? Is Outriders is about to launch in a time frame where there's not a lot coming out. And because of that, it could result in people really, really overplaying and sort of coming to the conclusion that, oh, there's not enough here, that I, I, I ran out of stuff to do, or whatever. Like, you get, you're going to hit burnout thresholds a lot faster because nothing is competing for your attention. Does that make sense? I, I've told this story many times. I went through that with the first Titanfall. I had a job situation that had changed, and Titanfall had been out for a couple of weeks. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let's play some Titanfall to my friends. They're like, ah, uh, we don't really want to play. We, we, we're kind of sick of that game. They basically no-life the game for two weeks. Because if you remember, when Titanfall 1 came out, I mean, there was <laughs> there was nothing else to play at the time. There was there was not a lot going on back then. We, 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 we've talked about this before. Destiny 1, vanilla, benefited from the, uh, the absence of games back then. There just wasn't a lot to dive into and both games I think benefited but also were kind of hurt and harmed by that I remember playing Titanfall and if you remember the only way to prestige your character's little emblem was to do very specific challenges and so by the time I dove back into the game there was this overwhelming amount of people playing the game where that's all they were focusing on. They were only focusing on those challenges. They were only focusing on, you know, getting these very, very unique kills. So the most common thing you would run into is you had teammates that, like, wouldn't help with objectives, and they'd, like, sit in the corner with, like, debt packs or something. That's the memory that I have. Anyway... I, I could see Outriders, you know, falling into the same sort of a, a blessing-curse relationship where the blessing of the game would be Game Pass, mass, you know, exposure, very, very consistent uh, Steam charts for the demo. Very consistent Steam charts. I saw somebody post it in there. It's, it's, it's outpacing, you know, Avengers. That's not that big of a feat, but, but it's outpacing Avengers, and it's just a demo. Yo, Malik, thanks for renewing the membership. Enjoy the blue badge. You the best. You know, so for for games that land in these times, I don't think you could choose a better time. You definitely don't want to be competing with other titles. Like Titanfall 2 got really hurt by that. Titanfall 1 launched during a drought. Titanfall 2 got absolutely murdered by bad scheduling of launches. Um, and so it, it did not do uh, very well because of that. Titanfall 2 was kind of sandwiched between... They were trying to hurt Call of Duty, and in in, in an effort to do that, uh, they <laughs> they kind of hurt it. And so, the the choice to launch during a time where not a lot of games are coming out is probably the best time. But at the same time, every good thing comes with a weakness, right? Every good thing comes with a weakness. So this launch window for this launch window for for Outriders potentially. Uh, potentially could could lead to that early burnout. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if we're having conversations with members of this community, especially those of you that play Destiny. It wouldn't surprise me if we get two or three weeks in, and a lot of you are like, "Dude, I am just done. I got there's nothing left. I did everything." Uh, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I just I've done this long enough to know. And and, and the YouTubers will usually be the worst at this. Now you guys know I don't do this. I never really have, but. 
a lot of your token YouTubers are going to play the ever-loving crap out of this game. They're going to want to get every legendary. They're going to want to break it down for you. They're going to want to do breakdown videos and, and like, oh, this gun's crazy or this build's nuts or, oh my gosh, you know, this this build's going to get patched for sure. Stuff like that. It's because they got to make the videos. If they don't make the videos, somebody else will. And more than likely, that will lead them to do the same thing. I'm burned out. There's nothing left to do, you know. Animus Control coming in, coming from Patreon. Thank you for switching over. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes. Your dope and deserve dope stuff. Um, so, I, I I could definitely <laughs> I could definitely see the looter crowd, especially the Destiny looter crowd, consuming this game at a rate that will, from the content creators on down, be very much like, oh man, I, I'm I'm already burned out. I'm already kind of done. Um, so make sure and take the poll guys use that poll command we'll continue to refresh the results and I'm reading through your responses right now 355 votes have already been cast Outriders Demo are you still playing why or why not I want to know why you still are or why you have stopped playing Noberto says I enjoyed the demo but I want to hold off until the full release to enjoy it completely same Real King Salty Uh, I'm happy with where my tune is waiting for the full release to grind out the rest uh, that is that is where I think a lot of people are Stephen Faro said I started to get burnt out of the grind and everything else isn't out yet so I can't get uh, any more emoticons ETC um, some folks went the distance you know some folks went the distance they got every single thing they could they're maxed out on their currencies like they just they got it all right and I, and I think I think that that is one of the reasons that the drought that this game is landing in could be a cause for overplaying, overconsumption uh, and the like so, Pyro Twerp coming in with the membership renewal thank you so much, you guys just keep pushing us and pushing us, is there a link for the podcast you did with Andrew Schwab, yes, the command is Project 86, it will take you to his uh, his Pioneers Podcast Patreon. You need to do the $20 tier if you want to hear the full episode. So it'll cost you 20 bucks. You can listen to the first part for free, but parts two and three, he does that sort of staggered content thing. So be sure, guys, to really, really use that Project 86 command today. Actually, let's, let's make sure and make sure that's pinned up at the top, too. Uh, I told him, I was like, my, you know, I was like, these, these, these people really throw their support behind stuff. I was like, so I wouldn't be surprised if you get a lot of people uh, to grab that membership. So let's th- let's show a lot of support to that podcast. That was really cool of him uh, to reach out to me like that. It's a pretty cool experience for me. That was a band I listened to growing up. Really looked up to him. Always thought he was an amazing lyricist uh, and a great, great front man. And his album, uh, Songs to Burn Your Bridges By, really got me through... Uh, a lot of the a lot of the hard times and a lot of uh, everything that's gone on so it's very very cool we formed kind of a friendship it's pretty dope uh, Sven Sven Rage says the classes and abilities are a lot of fun the story looks interesting to me as far as inventory management goes let me mass delete everything faster with controller uh, those stick clicks though man the stick clicking was rough you know it's rough. Come on, like let me do it. I definitely agree with you there. That one was that one was a little rough. I mean, hopefully they smooth that out. Did you see where Microsoft is trying to acquire Discord for ten billion? Could be a great discussion. I gotta tell you, I, I I like what Microsoft is doing 
with their gaming, you know, they're going from Xbox Live to Xbox Network. Very, very smart. Very good marketing. Uh, that's a great name. I'm a huge fan of Network, right? SNTR Network. Uh, but I don't know if I want them messing with my Discord, man. It, 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 Skype has always... Uh, has never really recovered <laughs> from the acquisition, and I would hope that that wouldn't happen with Discord. That would be a little worrying. Um, uh, I did not know about them. I checked them on Spotify yesterday. Now a fan. Thanks. Oh, nice. Uh, Johnzo Head with a brand new membership. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes. Your dope and deserve dope stuff. Thanks for doing that. Uh, appreciate you so, so much. Uh, let's check on the like count. We lost a lot of our hate viewers. There we go. We need 74 more likes for 700. Uh, My Journey Gaming says, I'm waiting for uh, the full release. Me too. I, you know, I, I, I think I think that's a, that's a clear pattern you're going to see with a lot of people. Is I, You know what? I've seen enough. I'm going to wait for full release, and that's a good thing. Uh, OG Boxer, I played the pyro, then tried to get some cheats. Uh, chests. <laughs> Lol. I stopped because I want to save the other classes for the full game and don't want to burn myself out. I think that's a nice choice. Uh, it's it, it, I, th- This is actually one I didn't consider because for me, I wanted to play them all in the demo, but this is actually a nice choice to say, no, you know what? I'm going to save the other classes for the full game for that launch. I actually think that's a really, really good decision because it's going to keep you sort of in the vein of... Uh, you know, experiencing the game as a complete product. Because we know, look, we know that's one of the things they've really set their sights on. They've really set their sights on, we want this to be a complete product. We don't want to have these tenuous promises of of live service and all these other things uh, that they're that they're seemingly avoiding, and I think one of the reasons they're trying to avoid a lot of that is the expectations that comes with it. Live service is kind of a loaded term; it's kind of a loaded genre uh, of games, you know, for the most part. Because in general, live service is going to bring expectations based on what people have experienced in other games. They're going to think, well, that means this is going to happen. Well, that means that's going to happen. And a lot of the times, the game company's like, well, wait, no, we're not literally going to be like every single live service game in existence. And and I don't think they want to do any of the additional stuff, as they've said, like in their Discord, to like a year out, which is actually pretty interesting because the pattern for a lot of the games recently that have launched like this is they say, here's the launch title and here's our roadmap, right? Roadmap has kind of become like this, ooh, a roadmap, you know, a, a launch, a post-launch roadmap. Like, what do we, uh, what do we got going on here? And because of that, I think they made what I would consider to be a smart decision. Now we don't know if their decision to hold off on extra content is, uh, is going to be the right call. You know, waiting that long could be a big risk. The, the, the thing that I take from it that's good is that whatever they build will be appropriately structured around the player behavior. They're going to capture an audience. The question is, how big is that audience? How much do they play? How long do they play? And all, and all of those other things. That's going to be, I think, an enormous um, aspect of what influences that content. Now, will that be the right call, though? Will, will they be sort of... Um, Will it be too little too late? Will, will folks be sort of like, oh, I'm kind of done with Outriders? Or will they look at it as, you know what? It kind of sounds like a mini sequel. Let me dive 
back in. It's not going to be the seasonal model that you get in, you know, uh, Destiny or Diablo 3. It'll be more of an annual sort of, hey, come on back. You know, see if see if this game is uh, <clears throat> is 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 can recapture you. The Geritol Gamer says, "I stepped away from it. It was fun, but there were other games that struck my fancy more. I will probably look at it again when it launches." Um, I hear you. I, I I think that whenever I'm going to play a game like this, if there's other games coming out, that can be a real problem. For those of you that were watching me back when this happened, I was playing Horizon Zero Dawn and I was loving it. And I'm a bit of a, a completionist, but then I sort of run out of endurance. Okay, um, I I, I kind of run out of endurance. And Horizon Zero Dawn launched up against the launch window of Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and so. I, uh, and I, and I kind of regret this. We have 419 votes, uh, one away from 420. Oh, well, I kind of regret this. I rushed the ending of Horizon Zero Dawn so that I would be ready for the launch of Breath of the Wild. And I wish I wouldn't have done that because the platform that I was streaming on was almost entirely, uh, almost entirely built on volume. It was built on this idea of the biggest are always at the top and the biggest benefit from all of the all of the new content, all of the new games. And so there was a, there was a, you know there was a lack of foresight there like not truly understanding, you know, how the uh, how the how the platform worked, but also it was a bummer because they were you know people were kind of disappointed like oh man, I really wish you to take in your time with the end of that game. And so anytime games are kind of pulling your attention, it's I think sometimes it's hard, especially with a demo. The demo's free, it's rough around the edges, uh, and you you don't have to play it, you know? The launch game's coming, so you can kind of ignore it. And it would make sense for, you know, people to say, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play this right now. Joey B playing says, I'm still playing true to his name i'm still playing because i'm trying to complete the accolades and tbh it's just a fun looter shooter that i'm invested in looking forward to release day uh same here i'm looking forward to release day i think it's a solid looter shooter i think it gets the job done i don't think it's going to be i don't think it's going to be life changing or life altering but i do think it's going to get the job done uh I, i do see some of the similarities uh that people are drawing to um to diablo you know it has sort of that that loop feel uh, that you can kind of you know throw yourself into. You can kind of just like uh, what I was doing. I just kept running the one captain, and I did. I got faster and faster and faster at it. Uh, it was I got to the place where I could go in and have the guy. You know, he'd be dead in a matter of seconds. And there was something addicting about that loop. There was something that felt really really good about it. And I know some people don't feel that way. Some people are like, I don't want to do that. I just want to play a more linear style game. The question I think would be is, you know, number one, I don't think we're going to do that long term. I don't think we're going to be throwing ourselves into, you know, captain grinds and captain loops. I think what's more than likely going to be the loop is people are going to find the fastest, the fastest, um, what are they called? It, uh, expeditions I think they're going to find the fastest expedition and that's going to probably be the primary grind which expedition is the fastest and find the sweet spot for like the challenge tier and I bet you people will probably stick to that one 
expedition until they can you know get everything that they feel like really want to boost up so if you like linear loops of content you don't like just like running in and farming a captain I think you'll be in a good place and those of us that were farming the captain we're probably going to feel a similar pull like oh let's just go run expeditions man expeditions are going to be good so I uh, I can I can definitely see that being the better loop but also the main loop that people run I don't think we're going to be like running a 30 second captain burn you know um baby grizz says i played the demo to see if i would like it now waiting on the full release nice uh that's what the outriders demo was for that's what it was for it was to let people see it before you know it's it's launched matt says it was very short polished however it's got promise uh i want to see some reviews of the full game ensure there's content beyond what i'm seeing uh i will be sure to do an Outriders uh, review. I'm going to be doing Outriders uh, reviews here and breaking things down, first impressions and all that, giving you guys what I think as well as the gameplay on SNTR Gaming. You know, If you're looking for gameplay, sntrgaming.com. That's my gameplay channel. It's where we play all the games. So if, if you like the podcast, but you are looking for the gameplay, that's where we play all kind of games. There's all kind of stuff over there right now for you to check out if you want to see it uh we even played sort of a lesser known game yesterday called sizable uh it almost got to 1k views we generally like to see those 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 things get to 1k but we un- so we unlisted it we checked out fall guys season four yesterday and we had a good time it was really really enjoyable and uh checked out the new skins the new modes we almost won too it had been the perfect ending to the afternoon i made a slight mistake on the uh on the final round going for the crown Immortal Gaming says it feels good and only 7 out of 10 legendaries unlocked so far. The lightning auto rifle is pretty nuts. Uh, Outriders legendary weapons are dope. I think when I look at the Outriders legendary weapons, that's what I'm like, okay, I want to I want to get some of these. And then when I watched their video on crafting and I learned I could break down I could break down a legendary and take the thing like the lightning from it and put it into something else that's when i said okay okay now you really have my attention here because one of my concerns was well once you see once you've seen and heard all the legendaries you're going to be kind of like uh, i i've seen and heard all the legendaries i think the true sort of test is going to be what combinations of mods what sort of legendary crafting as it were can you come up with to really up the ante and make things truly amazing so it's almost as if the legendaries themselves are the beginning of sort of the true the true grind in the end of like okay well I really really like this gun I wonder what other mod or something could I put on this to ratchet things up because ultimately one of the dangers in any shooter and this is this is such a this is such a unique problem but you know that it's true if you played borderlands 2 and you use the a double penetrating unkept herald if you've played any game that centers around guns there's always going to be the handful that rise to the top and then the rest don't matter you this is this is a problem in shooters especially looter shooters by their very nature they have to make dope guns Okay, they have to make dope guns 
by their nature. And those dope guns can inadvertently completely overshadow and nullify the entire loot pool. You see what I'm saying? So like, no matter what you do in a game like this, you have to make good gear and good loot or people aren't going to care. Okay, If you look at early stages of, of Destiny 2, they ran into this problem. All right, They ran into this problem of here's all of the guns and there was virtually no difference between all of them and it was bland and it was boring. Okay, They were avoiding the the weapon pyramid issues of, well, there's the tip of the pyramid and everything else kind of doesn't matter. And when I look at Outriders, that was one of my first thoughts was, wow, these legendaries actually look truly incredible. Like, they have their own art style, they have their own thing, their own effect that they do. And for me, it's like, well, then when I get that, am I kind of done? Am I just collecting all the legendaries and then those are the best of the best guns? And then I just come up with a build centered around DPS, usually. Uh, usually centered around DPS, you just come up with a build to kind of melt everything. I still think that's going to happen, but I think it's going to have a little bit more of the player's volition, player choice, and player preference uh, as a part of the equation. I think it's going to be a little bit more of a give and take, as opposed to, this is the best gun, this is the best build, get these items, and you're done. It's going to be like, well, no, I kind of want to experiment. I like this gun, because I don't know about you, I've played games for a long time, and sometimes your favorite gun, it's not even the best. The Soros Dis 47 in, D- in in Destiny 1. Um, there were weapons in Borderlands. I forget the names of them now, but there were weapons that like you just kind of wanted to keep using them. They sounded cool. They looked cool. You d- you didn't really care. I loved uh, Vladoff fully automatic uh, pistols in Borderlands, and a lot of them weren't that good. I just thought they sounded cool. If they looked cool. The little spinning front of the gun that did, 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 did. I don't know. There was something cool about them. And then I, even though I knew, well, I mean, the, 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 the unkept herald is the better gun to use. So if I could take a gun that I like and enhance a little bit, boost it up a little bit, craft it up, make it, you know, make it shine, you know, that to me is, uh, I don't know. That's a selling point. It means that, oh, I don't, I'm not going to have to be, you know, shackled to the meta, you know? Shackled to the meta is is a is a mental thing, but it's also a design thing. You don't have to use the meta, but in a game like this, where they're like, "Dude, it's going to be really, really difficult. It's going to be really, really challenging." The you know the expeditions are going to be as they describe them. They're going to be brutal. You know, some of the Bladov pistols were dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. There. See, the thing is, I didn't like Zero, so that's maybe that's why I fell that way. You know, I don't care that I don't play much anymore. Uh, you'll have to pry my 7th Seraph sidearm from my cold dead hands <laughs> that's right that's right um alright Tom James with the next comment hey we want to hear from you by the way right we want to hear from you by the way if you're here and haven't taken the poll yet use that poll command head on over there vote leave a comment we're reading through the comments right now you didn't like zero no dude I was a Salvador Axton Maya guy. I just, I didn't vibe with the stealthy or the the melee. You know what I mean? Tom James says enjoyed what was there. Wanted to get a taste. Enjoy the full game on release. A lot of folks waiting uh, for Outriders 
release. I, I, I do think that when I, when I look at the, the equation, I kind of anticipated a lot of people taking this sort of stance. Um, they're saying, listen, you know, I, I, I want to wait for the full release. I, I don't want to, I don't want to burn myself out. I don't want to see too much. I don't want to experience too much. I mean, I, I, I generally don't really play demos as exhaustively as I played the Outriders demo, but man, I got a taste for that legendary farm. I was like, all right, we played all four characters, you know, what, what could we do? Let's do one more thing. Cause there weren't any games to play on the gaming channel. We, we hadn't quite figured out what we were doing with the gaming channel as well with like variety. Um, and so, excuse me. That was not a yawn. Um, and so I was like, let's try it out. And man, I got a taste for that legendary farm. And I went back a second day to do it again. Now, after that, I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not doing that again. I'm not doing it again. I don't want to, I don't want to get completely burned out, you know? So it, uh, it, it, but it, man, it did. It hooked me. It kind of took me by surprise. I usually don't play betas this exhaustively, uh, but I, I did this time. Victor Mayhem says, Once I finally got a legendary on my Devastator, I've been maxing out all of the characters' level, tier, and crafting materials. Uh, go big or go home. Outriders demo. Like, go big or go home, dude. Like, if you're going to do it, that's a thing that a lot of people were concerned about with this inventory wipe and the accolade wipe. A lot of folks are putting time into getting every accolade getting every weapon uh and some of their inventories like got wiped uh and so they're they're they're, apparently all right we're going to talk about this in the 10 minute video but apparently they're looking into actually restoring the inventory of people that got wiped which to me is i that's unexpected I figured they'd be like, oh my gosh, we are so sorry. That's part of the problems. That's one of the risks you take when you play a demo. We, you know, oops, bank error. We, you know, sorry about that. They're actually looking at doing, you know, inventory uh, restoration for people, which if they actually pull that off, that kind of seems a little crazy to me for a handful of reasons. Number one, I don't even know why you would, you would, you would promise that as a possibility number two like having the technology to do that like obviously if you're listening to the audio version i've already broken this part of it down but yeah that that to me was was a bit of a surprise they were even looking into it i was losing items literally every log out and log in but i haven't lost any this week since the fix okay good they did say that they they said this is how they phrase it we think that we have fixed it it's kind of like when you think you fix your computer but you're like i don't know it's got to run for a while you know so they think they fixed it and they said you know if anything else happens please report it here uh nicholas says i burned out by the grind for legendaries that only allowed me to get one waiting for full release max out resource and feel in a good way to carry over uh outriders demo pro uh progress carrying over is a blessing and a curse i think the progress carrying over is a blessing and a curse <laughs> Because the uh, whenever they first said that, I thought, wow, really? Okay, that's kind of unusual that you would let us do that. But then I also thought, this is actually, if you think about how they structured the demo, 
it's a good call because we've all kind of gotten the tutorial the opening throwaway campaign stuff that's all throwaway the characters the setting the the way the plant life and everything looks it's all that's all throwaway because you go into cryo sleep and then wake up and everything's different so to me it's actually kind of smart that the most dedicated players the people that are probably going to play this game in a more hobbyist way in a more committed way well they got all that out of the way you know what i mean they're like okay cool we're 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 good to go uh the danger though and the risk is that as eugene is saying it's destroyed early game economy now they kind of tried to warn people on reddit they said listen uh, th- this this could potentially inadvertently hurt your early game experience you know you might you might feel a little like oh man i kind of shortchanged my grind a little bit it, it is possible it is so if you're here and you're just tuning in, thank you so much for being here. Uh, if you're enjoying the content, let's roll the likes over to 700. Be sure to click subscribe and the bell button. If you want to be included in these polls, we want to earn your sub, and we appreciate all the new subs today. A lot of new faces and a lot of lot of, lot of sub count going up, so thank you for pressing those buttons. When you leave a comment on this poll, it might get read right on the stream, so use that poll command. Cast your vote. We have probably crossed over into the 500s, which is a good pace for the day. 511 votes the question being outriders demo are you still playing why or why not 85 percent are saying no and it seems to be based on the responses i've read so far most folks enjoyed their time but they want to wait for the full launch this wasn't like it no i'm not playing because it stinks um so we are uh we're coming through those answers now ganks Uh, says, I couldn't get a legendary to drop, so I'm just going to be patient and wait for the full game, plus wanted to put time into other games before going full force into Outriders. Uh, Outriders demo having legendaries was a surprise. I was honestly surprised about that. (laughs) Reaper with a $10 tip through Super Chat. My weekly tithe. Love the content, my friend. Keep rocking. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Thank you. Um... I was actually kind of surprised because I remember something like that happened in Anthem and people were like, oh my gosh, there's reports of like legendaries or whatever in the demo. And, you know, everyone was like, what? Really? Really? And it was like really, really, uh, it was difficult for anybody to get one because, you know, the, the drop rate and the farming in that game in the demo wasn't quite to the degree uh, that we have seen inside of the demo for Outriders. Outriders was basically like, here's contained sections of the game that have their own legendary drop rates and so people figured that out and just started kind of going crazy and running loops this is one of the things when you build a loop based game that you have to understand people are going to do this they are going to find the weakest points in your system and they are going to exploit them this is gamers are like water running down the side of a mountain they will find the path of least resistance and that's where everybody sort of will fall in line and flow uh, and so the the demo having legendaries it surprised me but at the same time I think it was a really really smart play by People Can Fly so they essentially set up a it, I don't even know what to call it I, it almost feels like a a smart trap they were like okay look if we do this if we make these available it's okay because they'll drop at lower levels it won't really be the upper levels the weapons will eventually become irrelevant even if they get them however 
we'll see how the community responds to them the rumors the screenshots the videos the wherever they're you know wherever they're possibly showing up and then they use that information to patch stuff right they use that information to patch exploits to patch kind of backwards things and not only that they're giving confidence i think i have a lot of confidence when they're like okay we shut down this 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 loot grind okay we're shutting down this loot grind but then then they're like oh but not over here we're gonna bring it back over here it, we're, we're actually because we're, we're listening to the community we're bringing it back to the captains what happens to those legendaries can you ascend them to the higher levels oh that's actually a really good point I never considered that are people basically going to be able to bring those up into the higher levels I assumed yeah I don't know that would be in that one video where they talked about the crafting I just realized maybe that's not true maybe you getting all those legendaries you are basically done you can level them up or break them down for the mods to use on other weapons okay so the people that kind of went the distance and got all the legendaries okay yeah you you definitely probably hurt your grind uh, long term a little bit those of us that got one or two cool awesome you know those of you that got none I mean it's weird to say but you should probably be happy that you didn't get one because it sounds like they have some sort of a method of what we would call infusion where you can continue to bring the you know the weapon up with you Christopher coming in with a $15 tip. I'm just excited for the expeditions uh, and how you don't get drops from enemies, therefore making people care and want to finish the content. Right, that was an enormous problem. That was an enormous problem. Uh, and they, they it ruined match-made content, right? It ruined match-made content because everybody would just go in, kill everything, open the first chest, and leave. Uh, so the people have really shortchanged the game. Yeah, unfortunately, if you got every single thing, uh, if you got every single thing, every single legendary of the game, uh, this would this would ultimately, I think, be a uh, a, a grind short change because I don't think they intended it to work this way. Now, for me, for me, we don't know what it's going to cost to level those weapons, right? Uh, thank you, James Rollins. I appreciate that. I I, I don't know if it's going to cost so much that you wouldn't want to do it. You, you'd be like, well, this is way too, uh, you know, this is way too much, right? This is way too many things. Um, this is way, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a disproportionate grind just to level them. They might make that element of the leveling of the weapons so painful that nobody in their right mind would be like, no, nah, just level them up. It'd probably be easier to get them to drop fresh. Um... Uh, so I would, I would say, I would say that this could be a problem because you're going to have all the legendaries and just kind of drag them up with you. Or you'd be, you know, if, if they were smart about this, if they were smart about this, this is how I think it would go in the natural course of things in the natural flow of the game. You're going to get to your maximum level before expeditions and have a couple of legendaries. And those legendaries, you can level them up to bring with you, okay? I don't think in the natural course of things, you're going to get to max level and be ready to go into expeditions, and you're going to level up literally every legendary in the game that you have received from the demo. I, I don't think so. Also, legendary armor is still in there. 
Christopher Wright being ridiculously generous an $85 tip through Super Chat here's to add to the 15 you guys have been so so kind today with the subs the likes and the tips and the new members uh, we're continuing to get closer again we were like 16 people away uh, from unlocking an emote we've got 10 members today so thank you so so much for supporting the channel thank you guys for supporting the upper echelon videos uh, I love to see those view counts going up share those in places that you think it's relevant and get all your friends uh to, to throw their weight behind those videos. The more unique people watch those vids, the better they're going to perform. There's only 10 legendaries right now in the demo, uh, but in the live game, there'll be a lot more. That is true, too. That is true, too. It's possible they allowed a select few to be in there. It's possible uh, that they decided, you know what, we're, we're going to, you know, we're going we're gonna to make sure that this is a... Uh, this is sort of a, a contained thing. We don't want this to run awry. Maximo says, I played the whole demo campaign and repeated a few missions as well. I'm feeling optimistic about the whole game. Nice. Outriders demo did its job. I think it does its job. Like, one of the best things that can come from the Outriders demo is gamers saying, liked it, buying it, didn't like it, not buying it. Right? That's, that's what we want to see. That's what we want to see. Coral says, needed more options, lol. I still go back and dabble for a few minutes, but I'm not heavily grinding until the full game is out. Even in the full game, I'm holding off until focus grinding for as long as I comfortably can within the world tiers. Uh, Grinding is both addicting and damaging, if not kept in check. Uh, Outriders demo showed this. Here's the thing about grinding, okay? The game is built for you to grind. It's built for it, okay? It's 100% built for it. However, grinding can be a blessing as well as a, as a damaging thing to your experience. Like, oh, this is so fun. There's so many things to chase. There's so many things to grind. And a couple weeks go by and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to see another freaking Outriders explosion, you know, for a week. You know, you burn yourself out. So you, you've, I think you've got to keep it in check. I think people can go overboard and overplay, and then a game that is is perfectly well within its right to get continued support and engagement for you. You're like, yeah, I don't know, dude. I just I burned myself out, you know. Wheezy says expeditions. You basically need to grind those out for the high tier drops and go less from crafting to more into modding leveling is good until the end game that's another good point that's another good point because once you get to a certain level uh, that doesn't even help you anymore it doesn't even help you anymore to, to, to be in a position where you're you're at you're basically at max level and then the end game kind of has like its own it's like its own thing it's not necessarily An- it's it's almost like another form of leveling. It's it's like the it would be like the pinnacle grind, I guess, from Destiny, where you're you're not necessarily done, um, but you are done. If that makes sense, like you're gonna get to a place where all your all your stuff is at that level, and then you're gonna have to really really focus on the end game and getting all of the top tier stuff and rolling rolling kind of over into more of a and more of a min maxing mindset. Because when you get to that tier, it's not about like, oh I'm gonna drag all my stuff up and it's gonna make everything really, really, really easy. No, you're you're in the end game now. You're not in a you're not in a 
you're not in sort of a uh, I'm trying to think of the word it's not just a simple loot grind at that point you're you're actually having to get your character to a position of power it, it is it is a very very different grind because I think um, at some point you get to you get to a place in a game like this where the leveling isn't really even the grind anymore it's the loot it's the oh, I gotta get the loot I gotta get the loot so having those 10 legendaries will surely short circuit some grind for people but it's not necessarily gonna have an inadvertent effect on like your your end game grind they're too far apart I would think it doesn't look like a um there's not a song there's a song command isn't there um it's called mid maxing no it's called min maxing min and max they're and they're antithetical terms you're minimizing one to maximize another it's not called mid maxing i don't know where mid maxing came from that's it's min maxing with an n um i've heard so many people say it the wrong way it always confuses me i don't know where that came from it's more that you can't level up at that point. You need to grind expeditions for anything 13 plus. That's right. That's right. You, you're going for like the extra stuff. You're going for the over and above. That's correct. It's it's kind of like pinnacle grind a little bit in Destiny. Like okay, you're done leveling. You're you're at the, you're at a new thing. You're right. Sorry. No, you're good. A lot of people mis misstate it. I don't know why. A lot of people misstated and say mid max, and I'm like, where did that come from? I, I, I somebody somewhere made a video, and people picked up mid max and ran with it because I hear it, I hear it said all the time. I see it typed all the time. I'm like, what in the frick? Um, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's mad mixing. That's right. That's right. It's mad mixing. You, uh, it's like mixing up something for dinner, and you're really, really angry. So you're just kind of like. Stirring it with, you know, with vigor. Captain Galleon. I've pretty much exhausted the demo. I've got maxed out resources and a legendary on each character. Definitely maining Devastator. Very excited for launch. Um, Outriders Devastator was a fun time. That was my first character. The Devastator was my first character. And I was like, oh, this is fun. This is fun. I think I ended up being... um, I think I ended up being a little bit more attached to the trickster after it was all said and done just because the trickster felt a little busted especially for the captain grind uh, it was the efficiency was notable you know it was notable have you spoke out about the new upper echelon video if you guys want to follow me on twitter feel free to do that that's more of where my my more concise commentary is I did retweet the video and said that it's it's more abuse of power, and it's now on public record, uh, the abuse of power. Um, so it's 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 more clear and present evidence that that people have abused power to keep the truth silent. Awesome shirt, thank you. Be sure to use the shirt command. So you can use the Twitter command if you want to follow me on Twitter, or the shirt command if you'll want to support me by ordering stuff on eighties tees by using code Lono. Thank you guys so much for being here. I did a debrief this morning for like the first hour of the stream. Uh, like the 1620 mark uh, is where uh, the intro falls off Um, which I was going to start doing that I was going to start going in to videos like while I'm streaming 
and adding those timestamps just so people could see like this is when he jumps on the mic this is when the intro is this is when the talk is I've not been doing timestamps for morning coffee that's kind of what we're calling this session like morning coffee we're not really calling it that anywhere uh, like in a written form or anything like that Um, but we are wanting to uh, give people the ability to engage with the content uh, like that in that way so 1620 uh, the show starts. I'm going to add that to the description. I'm going to add that to the description so people that are coming behind uh, could jump to the minute I'm talking. So for the first hour, I do a bit of a debrief on everything and what I think. So if you uh, if you if you if you uh, missed it, we we've been trying very very hard to like okay we're going to debrief. Here's what happened. You know here's here's what's going on. Here's what went down. Uh, and and then we 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 try to uh, we try to move on from it, so we don't get bogged down on it all day. Uh, J, J, JC GC, I'm not sure how to say this. I don't want to burn myself playing from the demo. Uh, we have eight more days to go. Super hype. Yep. Uh, Outriders demo was fun though. It was fun, but you definitely don't want to burn yourself out. I I definitely took a break for that reason. Uh, I knew I knew what was going to happen if I didn't. So, uh, Titus, I've been playing infrequently since the demo came out. Just playing on the different classes is fun for me. Uh, nice. A, you know, one of the advantages to having multiple classes is that you can, uh, you can kind of shake things up and switch characters. Diaz says, yes, I'm still playing, working on the final combat accolade to get the banner logo 5.1 million, 5.1 million damage down 4.9 million to go yikes that is so much you're crazy uh we are going to be talking about that if you're listening to the audio version you've already heard me talk about the fact that they're looking into uh accolade wipes um as a problem uh and as something that they you know they want to make sure is rectified before launch Uh, anytime you have a game like this where people can chase accolades titles you know a loot collection system you can't have the inventories getting wiped you can't have you can't have accolades getting wiped. That is, uh, that's a risk. That's that's a real risk and a real danger. So it's good to see they're on top of it. Uh, a man, uh, Finney says, I got all ten legendaries plus more for the mods. 160 hours and still going strong. I love the grind. Uh, Outriders demo getting. Uh, full-time hours from you. I mean, that's a lot of grinding. I know that there are people that really, really did that. They're like, ah, man, I just, it's, I'm hooked. I know Wheezy was really in there, grinding it out, really putting the time in. He got a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff as well, uh, putting the time in. I it just, it hooked a lot of folks um, for whatever reason. And, well, not for whatever reason. I, I, I think it's satisfying. You know, these are things in all of our years of coverage of uh, of the other game. We've always talked about this, you know. Um, thank you so much, Whisk. I appreciate that. We've always talked about this, this idea that you just want to empower players to chase loot. Like, layer, players just want to know, where's the loot? And, you know, what do I got to do to get it? We, we don't like this... 
this mysterious low drop rate we don't like the idea of well you might get it but you might not and then you know there's there's a handful of things that go into rng and how it's used to extend a grind uh being withholding uh, being concerned about like oh if, if players get stuff then we're in bad shape then you know they'll stop playing there's always you know there's always that concern there's always this idea that you know generosity is the enemy of engagement i've always been a strong uh, opponent of that idea not a proponent but an opponent i don't agree with that idea uh that you know if you're too generous then people will stop playing and i i do i think that the 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 situation currently with the demo is proof that you can a hundred percent you can a hundred percent see uh that if you reward people and they can get stuff they're gonna chase it you know i've always said lean into the player behavior not against it and one of the things that people can fly did early on that i really applauded was they said look we we don't want to take away the 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 chests and the legendaries we just we don't want to take that away so when they clamp down on legendaries dropping from the chests they said you you can rerun missions now for a chance at legendaries and they left the captains alone uh they felt that that was fair okay they felt that was that was a fair thing um and and they they uh they went back a week later okay and they said okay look you you can now get the chest after a captain and get a legendary from it you can like they listen to the community that to me was a good sign it's like, okay they're 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 trying to lean into player behavior not against it they closed down something that was obviously a problem but they didn't like take away the cookie jar do you know what i mean so in order to watch the podcast you have to be a patreon member no you can listen to part one if you go to his patreon it should link to the podcast somewhere on there i'm assuming um can't you just find the podcast we might need to update that command you need to be a you need to pick his $20 a month if you want to hear all three segments but the opening segment is 30 minutes long and you can find that on any podcast platform just look for the pioneers podcast uh, and just listen to my episode but if you want to listen to part two and three he does do the tiered the tiered listenership on patreon Larry Piercy says, I played some this weekend as I'm not sure which class to main on launch. A good use of the Outriders demo. That's a good use of the demo to say, you know what? I don't even know what I want to main. I don't know what I like the most. I'm going to kind of experiment. That's actually like a really, really good strategy. It is. If you guys are just tuning in, thank you for being here. I appreciate all the new folks. Uh, This is sort of the format for the week. SNTR Presents is the show that we do here. Variety gaming news coverage. We break down things that are going on. Patches. Yesterday we talked about Fall Guys because Season 4 started. Today we're talking Outriders. We're going to be talking Dying Light 2 and Cyberpunk this week as well. There have been announcements about those games, patches, etc. We want to hear from you, though, if you're new. I I would love to hear from you. Take the poll by using the poll command. Uh, You can say, you know, hey... 
Outriders demo. Are you still playing? Why or why not? We love to hear from you. If you want to make sure you're here bright and early Monday through Friday when we do this show, it is a safe for work broadcast. This channel safe for work, so you can click subscribe and the bell button. You can do that with confidence. You hit subscribe, you hit the bell, knowing you can show up every morning for a solid radio show that you can interact with. And today we're talking Outriders. So thank you for being here. Thank you to all the new subs that are being here, as well as people that have been clicking the join button and using the join command to join up as a paying member. Uh, John responded to the poll and said I've stopped playing the demo because I'm at the point where I want to play the full game and I'm curious on what reviews will be Uh, solid way to approach the Outriders demo you have to understand something here 600 people have voted 85% have said no they are not currently playing the demo and most of the people responding to this poll are saying I'm just waiting for full release this is a very very promising Uh, poll result. I know it's a small sample, but even a small sample can expose a trend in the community of people that are playing Outriders. And this trend to me seems to be they played enough to say, done, and I'm going to get the result. I'm going to get the full reveal. I'm sorry, the full release. That to me is promising. When the number of people is in the majority saying, nope, I'm not playing the demo anymore. And the trend within that group is to say, I'm waiting for full release. I think that is a, uh, that's pretty promising. I would say that's a, that's a, that's a good look. You know, that's a good look. I can see certain people trying to review bomb Outriders for no reason. Yeah, review bombing doesn't really work though. It generally, it generally helps because then everybody's like, why are people review bombing that game? And then they'll all check it out. I mean, it's on Game Pass for crying out loud. What do you get for joining as a member? Yeah, you get Lono Bald as an emote. That's incredible. You get a badge. You get increased. Um, you get increased permissions in our Discord. Uh, you can always go uh, into our Discord. It, the, the Discord's available to everybody, by the way. The Discord is available to everybody, uh, and you can go to Discord.gg/sntrnetwork, uh, and that will take you into the uh, the Discord where it's available to the public. We have a public general chat. We have a, uh, an, an LFG in there as well. Uh, but if you do the paid membership here and you sync up with Discord, you get an increased amount of permissions. Barrier Mage in chat is asking for 800 likes on the video if you guys want to oblige him. Casual Irish Gamer says, I got burned out farming legendaries. Just going to wait for the full game because I'm going to have to re-farm them. Uh, Outriders Legendary Farm was a huge boon for the Outriders demo. I, I, I think that for, for for a lot of the people playing for a lot of the people playing the the legendary farm was I think a huge huge boon. They're like, all of a sudden it went from I can try out the game to I can grind the game. I think people sort of transcended and became a player of Outriders, if that makes sense. You weren't just sort of sampling the platter. You sat down for a meal. You're like, okay, I see what's going on. And you threw yourself in to the legendaries, the legendary farm. Yeah, and to casual Irish gamer, your legendaries carry over. You'll be able to level those up as we just talked about a little bit ago. Now, you're not going to necessarily be able to take those all the way into expeditions. However, uh, you'll be able to use them and level them up as you progress through the game. And I think that is hugely important 
for players to feel that sense of agency because it's always weird when you play a game and you get like a really really amazing gun and you get it early in the game and you're like okay well I can use this for four or five levels but I'm I'm not going to be able to use it after that like it's it's kind of it's almost bittersweet and I think when a game is super super generous they can get away with that they can 100% get away with the idea of like, hey, we're going to be super generous. So sure, you got it really early in the game and, you know, you're eventually going to leave it behind. Because there are games where you can't like level your guns with you. You you leave them behind. Because of that, I, I think games can get away with it. Now what Outriders is doing is a little bit different. It's like you've got your main campaign and I think they're okay within that realm of you sort of taking things along with you. But then the real grind sort of begins when you when you get up into the uh, the the expeditions. That's when sort of the game should shift gears for a lot of players. Um, and thank you everybody uh, for smashing the like button. We're only 14 likes away from the 800. John Valdez says, waiting for the full game, don't want to get bored. I hear that. I 100% hear that. Uh, Name here says, I had a lot of fun and I leveled up all four classes. Don't really want to grind for hours and hours for legendaries as I don't want to get burned out before launch, especially since legendary drops will probably be a lot more generous at the higher world tiers. Uh, I'm definitely thinking the Outriders demo was not an example uh, of what legendary grinding will be like. I don't think that's the case. Legendary grinding is in the main game is it's <laughs> it's really unlikely to end up being structured in the way that it 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 played out in the demo. I I don't <laughs> I don't see us doing that, like going in and running in a circle and killing captains. So it's probably the right call to say, I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm, I'm not going to take the time um, to go in and and run in a circle and get as many legendaries as I can for a handful of reasons. Some people want to avoid burnout. Some people don't want to become resource rich because it's going to be it's going to be a potential uh, dilution you know potential dilution of their experience in the main game but you know the other case is it's like this isn't even going to be what we're doing in the game this isn't even going to be how we're playing so why do it now so i understand why people did it i don't have a problem with people that did it but i also understand the people that were like no i'm not doing that i'm not going to be going in and and running that circle running that route so just came from Upper Echelon's latest video. I'm glad the truth is coming out. Thank you. I appreciate that. If you guys are interested in either of Upper's videos, use that uh, UE command for Upper Echelon. UE. Uh, I have been leaning towards single player games lately, really missing the feeling of relaxing while playing a game with a good story that I can get into. Getting tired of live service games or games similar like Outriders. Uh, I know what that can feel like i know what that can feel like there's a time where it's just like dude can you just give me an action adventure game with a satisfying content loop and a really big map and a lot of things to do sometimes you just want that assassin's creed syndrome you just want that game to throw yourself into that seemingly has endless endless side quests and missions and all it's just endless it's like sometimes that's all you really really want um so if 
if if you're in that place, I can 100% be seeing like, oh, dude, I am not playing Outriders. I get that. I do. I, I Whenever I go through those burnout stages, there was a time where all I wanted to play were Metroidvania games. And I played, I had replayed through Ori in the Blind Forest, 100%ed it. I think, could you set that game on hard? I can't remember. Did 100%. And then I went and played the um, Hollow Knight. And then I went to replay Sundered, and I was so burned out, I was like, "Nah, I'm good. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I'm, I'm. I burned myself out. I did the same thing with Assassin's Creed. So, the original Assassin's Creed games, I kind of slept on for a while. I was always playing Call of Duty or co-op games with my friends, and my buddy was like, dude, you gotta check out Assassin's Creed. So I played Assassin's Creed 1 and 2 and then Brotherhood, and then I went to play another one where it was like, they had the two guys on the cover, a white, a guy in a white outfit and a guy in a black outfit, and I can't remember the name of that one, I always forget the name of that one. That was the one where like, I got a couple hours in and I was like, oh my gosh, I burned myself out on Assassin's Creed. I consumed essentially three full Assassin's Creed games back to back, one, two, and Brotherhood. And then when I went to dive into that one, I couldn't do it. Was it Generations or something like that? I always forget. Revelations, thank you. Generations. Revelations was a great game, but I was like, dude, I was like, I burned myself out. I can't scale another building. I can't sneak through another crowd. I cannot do this anymore. And so it had nothing to do with the quality of the game. It had nothing to do. It had nothing to do with my preferences. It was like, dude, no. I, I play. <laughs> I played three back to back. You know, I'm 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 done. It was like, it was like binge watching a series and suddenly thinking, like, oh man, I gotta watch something else. Uh, binge watching is a little bit different because it's a little bit more passive, and you know, you can just go to the next episode. Playing a game is a little bit more participatory, so it's like, oh man, I cannot do another another game. I think I was literally like scaling a building and was like, I don't want to scale this building. I'm tired of doing this. Uh, King Kring Crab said, "Enjoy the demo. We'll be checking it out at release. Started playing Remnant because it was free on PlayStation Plus. Good game. Uh, I've heard good things about Rem uh, Remnant. I've heard good things about Remnant. I have." Psycho for Gaming says, I usually play demos to see if I'm going to like the main game. Once I determine this, I move on. Uh, Outriders demo was good for this. I think it gave you enough of a sample to make an educated decision. So, Nemesis, let me preface this by saying that I absolutely loved the demo. Already pre-ordered. I stopped playing the demo last week as I didn't want to get burned out. The loot was fun and interesting. Gameplay loop was engaging and I'm excited for the full game. Uh, a solid take on the Outriders demo. I I don't ex- I would not expect anybody to not get burned out on the demo. It's a super contained experience. You're gonna run out of stuff to do. There's only so many things you could focus on that give you a sense of progression and satisfaction. Uh, yeah, that you're you're always gonna have this sense of like. Do, do I do I want to go another round? You know, like whoever said earlier, they have like another couple million points of damage. You know, four or five million points of damage to go for an accolade. You, you're gonna you're gonna run in a small circle eventually and get to that feeling. So I I don't expect anybody at this point. I I anticipated this result on the poll. By the way, let's reload and see if we, did we hit seven hundred votes yet? Um, 
No, we didn't. We kind of stalled out on votes. So if you haven't taken the poll yet, use that poll command. 652 votes. Outriders demo. Are you still playing? Why or why not? Uh, you know, I actually anticipated this, but not in a negative way. Not in a negative way. I don't think the people that are answering this poll and saying they stopped playing are in like a, yeah, I'm done. Game sucks. It's more of a, I got, I got my fill. I got my fill and you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to move on. Or in, in many respects, most of what people said today, I'm waiting for the main release. Uh, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a waiting, uh, I'm in a waiting pattern, you know, holding pattern as it were. Sean Baldwin says, waiting for the Game Pass to drop. I will be back at it day one. Sounds good. Outriders Game Pass is a steal. Outriders Game Pass is a steal. It's, I mean, it, 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 a full AAA game launch on Game Pass day one is a, is a nice, nice snag. Ski Woe says, played the demo, loved it, which has me really excited about the game and the gear. I know the gear is going to be crazy and the devs can go crazy because they don't have to worry about PvP. Outriders not having PvP is a huge win. I know people want PvP. I get it. I'm not against you guys that like PvP or against everybody that, that, that wants PvP in a game like this. But I'm telling you right now, the lack of PvP is a huge, huge win because they can go crazy. They can go crazy. They can they can have uh, they can have insane builds. They can have insane guns, insane armor, and it's never like, well, what's this going to do to PvP? All they have to do is make sure it doesn't break engagements with enemies. Like, you know, it's not going to cause any bugs. It's not going to cause any grief. You know. Is it clear if it's only for Xbox Game Pass or will it be on the PC Game Pass also? I'm fairly certain we got confirmation the other day. Someone looked it up and it's it's PC Game Pass as well uh, from what I heard. I, I'll just be purchasing it. Uh, I don't like doing the Game Pass thing unless it's to try out something I'm, I'm, I'm on the, the fence um, about. So, uh, I was trying to crack my back. Sorry. Uh, let's see here. Another comment on the poll. Lord Rain, I am, I don't have all the legendaries yet. Also, I like uh, to head start on the accolades, and with them, I'm going to give back missing legendaries. There's no reason to support uh, an awesome game. Oh, and with them to give back missing legendaries, there's no reason to not support an awesome game. Uh, Outriders demo grind for real. Like, you are grinding if you're going for the accolades. 100%. 100% the uh the the grind that so many people threw themselves into in this game uh is is I honestly was kind of unex- it was unexpected. I thought what was going to happen was there was going to be a sort of okay, seen and heard, I'm done. Right? Uh, you know, I've, I've seen and heard there's enough here and this is fine, you know, but the, but the legendary grind kind of came out of nowhere. Um, so, so-and-so said it's only on the Xbox game pass. It's only Xbox game pass for Xbox and X cloud. Okay. I am sorry. The other day when this came up, people, people were like, Oh, it's, it's on PC too. It's on PC too. So no, it is not. 
right? It is not on the PC Game Pass. So, I don't talk much in chat. I hardly engage um, off Twitter, and I was blocked by this person. Well, they're doing blockchains. So they're basically, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to make themselves, like, almost private on the internet. I don't understand what they're doing. Uh, Nady Nate. Played for a day with the Pyro, and I thought it was pretty cool, but I wasn't planning on getting the full game because Monster Hunter Rise drops on Friday. Since the full game is going to launch on Game Pass, I'll probably pick it up later on. Um, uh, I understand. I understand. I, Monster Hunter Rise, though, I don't know, man. What? I don't. That's going to be rough. It's like a 30 FPS game on the Switch. Um, it's brutal. It's not on PC Game Pass. I wonder when they're going to bridge that gap. It does start to feel like, okay, you guys have switched everything from Xbox Live to Xbox Network. It's going to start to feel really, really weird when you announce something that's going to be on the Xbox Game Pass that for whatever reason you're you're not transcending over to the PC as well. So... Let's see here. Simich says... The game was super refreshing, but I've always played Division 2, and I really miss the snappy cover movement and in-game HUD indicators. I believe those can improve. The skills, weapon, combat, story felt pretty interesting. All in all, I'll wait. Uh, Outriders cover-based mechanics are probably the worst part of the game. Probably the worst part of the game. Right? Game Pass sells consoles, that's why it's delayed. I mean, I could see that. Um, I, I could see that. So, the... The... The idea of cover-based mechanics in games like this. You know, what goes into it? What motivates it? Um, I, unfortunately, unfortunately, the cover-based mechanics in Outriders is honestly the worst part about it. No, I'm not planning on playing Monster Hunter Rise. I, I'm not. I, I cannot play games that are 30 FPS. I just. I simply can't do it. Um, the cover-based mechanics in Outriders are are generally terrible. And I know people are like, "Oh, you're not supposed to go into cover. Cover is for the enemies." I just really don't think that's going to be true in expeditions and in the challenging tiers of the end game. I do not think we're going to be storming around ignoring cover and acting like nope, this is fine. I'm Godzilla. I really, really don't think so. I just don't. Now, as far as the as as far as the sort of you know can they smooth over the cover-based mechanics from the demo to the launch game? I don't know. I don't think that they've built the cover in a way that plays well with cover-based mechanics, right? The devs address cover on Reddit. What, can you give me a too-long-didn't-read of what they said? Cover-based mechanics are the only parts of the game I do not like. It's the only time I was like, I felt like I was playing a demo when I tried to go in and out of cover and, and move around, right? It, it, there, was, there was a very, very consistent... Uh, very very consistent sort of frustration point there for me uh, it just I, I was like what the heck is going on I can't consistently grab cover you know have you tried the new Xbox I have an Xbox Series X yeah I play games on it all the time I have the Xbox Series X and a PS5 um, and I like them only 
covers only for enemies like what the frick well in the demo sure because you get overpowered and ridiculously strong and you're combing through areas where nothing's challenging you so it's easy to act all tough and macho and John Rambo and just, I'm going to run in and, and, and take out all the enemies. Covers for the enemies, not for me. You know, covers for cowards or, you know, whatever you want to say. Like, coffee is for closers. Like, it, it, did you get both from Best Buy? No, I don't think so. The PlayStation 5 came from Best Buy. I think the Xbox Series X came from, did I get it from GameStop? I think I got it from GameStop. The Xbox was shipped here, and I picked up the PlayStation. I think it might have been both Best Buy. I don't actually know now. I can't remember. Too long, too long didn't read. Cover has three types of interactions. The issues have been transitioning between these interactions. Okay. I would hope that they would smooth that out. Because I'm telling you right now, even in the lower difficulty areas, the enemies are like freaking aimbots. And not only are they like aimbots, they, they, you know, moving from cover to cover, you feel like there's a, a constant, a constant sort of, I need to get down while I'm moving. I'm getting shot like instantly. Does your PS5 have any coil whine? Are they both silent? I, yeah, I think they're both very quiet. Um, I have them both up on a desk upright uh, and this room stays very cool. I'm in a finished basement. I'm in a room that was once like a bedroom uh, and we obviously turned it into like a soundproofed office and it uh, yeah they sound good they don't I don't have any issues at all with with the sound but again it stays cool in here so if, if you've got them kind of in an enclosed area or something maybe they're getting too hot I don't know even if you're not supposed to sit in cover it doesn't mean that you're meant to uh, it's, it's it doesn't mean that it's not meant for you to use it to move forward and traverse without taking damage that's exactly right I know I'm not supposed to sit in cover and chisel enemies down slowly like I'm playing the division or gears of war right I understand that I, I, I grasp that concept I do what I don't want to do is run from point A to point B and stumble to get into cover and while I'm stumbling to get into cover I take a bunch of damage that's just irritating, right? They need to address the grenade spam. It ruins the point of cover when I have to move every five seconds, getting laser beamed every time I peek. Yeah, they need to address a handful of things. I think rank and file enemies should have slower target acquisition and less accuracy. Rank and file. Rank and file, like, grunt enemies should have slower target acquisition and less accuracy. And I think that the constant grenade spam is also an issue. Now, you have to understand something. Some of what we're saying is rooted in solo play. This game is not designed to be played solo. I call it solo aggro. If you're not familiar with the term aggro, aggro is when you have the attention of an enemy. So you can shoot at an enemy and draw their aggro and sometimes even get them to kite. Kiting is when you get them to go where you want. They're following you. Okay. And solo aggro is a term that I've come up with. If I go into a room and there's a funnel of enemies that looks like this, and I'm down here at the narrow point of the funnel, and all that funnel of attention is on me, it feels like you can't move. Why? Well, you have solo aggro. You're the only thing drawing aggro from the enemy. So from this 
point over here to here over here it's almost like if you've ever played one of those stealth games and the enemy has like this cone of vision in front of them think about that going in the reverse direction there's a cone of attention hotly focused on you you peek you poke you move you shot you shot you shot like you're just getting shot as soon as you move so Solo aggro is generally not something game companies can really develop around because they're creating these environments to be played with other players, whether you matchmake or grab your buddies. So it's difficult. Sometimes I think some of our criticisms about the accuracy of the enemies and the target acquisition and the cover and all that, I think some of it's a little over-realized because a lot of us were playing solo because we just wanted to kind of taste things out. We just wanted to kind of test and see how things worked. And so it creates an over-realization. It exaggerates the lethality, accuracy, target acquisition of the enemies. All feels a bit too extreme. Going with some buddies, and it probably won't feel that way. Now, I know for some people, they don't like that that's the way that it is. But you have to play a game on its terms. If you don't play a game on its terms, you have to accept that there will be rough edges. If you try and beat an encounter design for six people with three people, you you accept that there will be rough edges. You're playing in a way that it wasn't designed. If you're playing Outriders by yourself from moment one, from dusk till dawn, you're playing Outriders by yourself, you are playing something that is not necessarily designed for you to do that, so you have to accept the rough edges. You have to. They didn't design the game for you to run in by yourself. So when you get really aggravated at the solo aggro and the accuracy and the grenade and all that, it's like, well, these enemies aren't designed for this. You're playing the game in a a strange way. Just like when you try and solo something intended for three people or you play something with three people intended for six. There are numerous games that scale enemies to the number of players. Borderlands is one of them. Well, they do that in this game. They 100% do that in this game. As far as their health and their damage output, there is a method of co-op scaling that takes place. That actually has nothing to do with target acquisition, accuracy of the enemies, as well as solo aggro. Solo aggro is a completely other element of the conversation. So the scalable difficulty, I think, is totally fine. The minute other people are around, sure, the enemy has to take a little bit more damage, because if not, you're going to absolutely melt him. And the enemies have to be a little bit more lethal when they actually land a shot on you because you're probably going to get shot less because there's more people around. Right? Like, that's... I, I, I think that's fair to say. It's like, you're playing the game in a way they didn't design it for, so you can't really criticize it. It's like soloing content intended for three people. It'd be weird to criticize it and be like, this is so dumb and blah, blah, blah. It's like, what do you mean you're literally playing by yourself? You're not supposed to do that. You're allowed to. They give you the volition and the player agency to do it. But it's on you to kind of see that like, okay, I've got to kind of accept this warts and all. I'm playing it in an in a, in a, in a antithetical way to its design, to, its, to, to what went into it. So it's separate from them team shooting you at the same time. Well, sure. I mean, you're you're mainly getting team shot again because you're because you're 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 by yourself. I would imagine if you're with other people, that's not the case. Um, automatic enemy scaling destroys your sense of progression. I hate it. 
I don't know if there's an alternative though that would really really that would work all that well Dr. Slay like I don't want to get to a point where like I over level and then I'm stomping everything into dust um that was something that Borderlands always did so poorly Borderlands 1, 2 and they did it again in 3 even after they made assurances about uh enemy and loot scaling uh so that you're never getting stuff that's not worth your time um there, there was there was this uh, idea of completionism created futility uh, in in the game. If you did completionist run of Borderlands, you would inevitably you would end up too strong, and then you would run over everything. And while you're running over everything, you're you're feeling a sense of futility. It's like, well, now what's the friggin' point of this? Everything's dying really easy. Oh, and the loot they're dropping and the loot they're dropping is garbage. It's not worth it. I'm not, I'm not getting anything that's, that's worth my time. I'm not getting any, uh, actual worthy drops. It's all beneath me. It's all under my level. So without without enemy scaling, you're going to end up in a similar scenario. You're going to automatically over-level, leave everything in your dust, and then just start stomping everything that's in front of you. Diablo lets you increase enemy difficulty manually. Then it's a choice and it feels good. Doing it automatically just makes it feel like you never grow stronger. Well, I mean, they're going to get... They, they do that with the world tiers, though, Dr. Slay. They do that with the world tiers in, in Outriders. You're, you are going to get to a point where you're, you could just go back down to another with, with another world tier. It, like, if you want, as far as scaling for co-op, I don't think that, I don't think that hurts your sense of progression. Scaling for co-op is just sensible. Hey, this is, this is, this is kind of challenging. You want to come in here and beat it for me? Yeah. And your buddies come in and bam, bam, bam. And everything dies really fast because, you know, the health bar has a hundred points. And now instead of one person trying to get rid of a hundred points, you have three people. What's good. Uh, what's good Asian Slick Slayer. So automatic, automatic scaling for co-op, I think is logical and sensible. Loving the shirt. Thank you. It's another shirt from 80s Tees. They sent it to me yesterday. Uh, Use the shirt command if you want to check out all the Marvel shirts over there. Endgame and Outriders is scaled for co-op first, campaigns solo first. Well, there you go. There you go. I'll be playing solo. I know it's going to be difficult, but it'll be rewarding. I can always change worlds here. Right. And, you know, once you get to to the expeditions, you might change your mind. I can see playing through the main portions of the campaign, the missions, and all of that, right? I, I could see doing that by yourself, I, you know? Some people do this. They literally just want to experience the story. That's all they really care about. They don't care about all this stuff we're talking about. You guys are talking about min-maxing and, and getting the best this and getting that legendary and getting this legendary. Pfft, no. Thank you, Metanoia. Yeah, the upper echelon video is really good. So, you know, as 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 far as as far as like, oh, you know, they shouldn't scale or they should scale it, or you know, I'm gonna play by myself or I'm not gonna play by myself, like I would imagine, I would imagine you're gonna get to the end of the game and be like, okay, I you know, I I, I wanna play with folks. But again, there there are people that they don't care about that. All they want to do is story beginning to end. That's all they care about. I don't care about anything else. You know? 
It's December 2021, and Senator H has no other shirts besides 80s tees. That's kind of the goal, is that I'll have like a month or more worth. So anytime I sit down in the chair, I've got a shirt on, you know, from 80s tees. So, um, yeah, we've uh, we've we've got a talk that I want to do. So if you're in the live audience, I, I, we're, we're going to be doing this now. The Outriders inventory problems. I want to outline what they address, what they're talking about. Also, what's what might be going on with the accolades, you know? What might be going on with the accolades? If you're listening to the audio version of this, you've already heard the 10-minute talk because I put them in a different order when I upload them. If you ever want to catch these discussions and these poll reads live, just go to sntrlive.com.